When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Lee Salisbury here and welcome to another edition of the behind the scenes television podcast, Soap from the Box. And today we are celebrating, yes, it's Sunday, October the 16th and it's Emmerdale's official 50th birthday. If you watched the National Television Awards this week, you would have seen a speech by the King himself congratulating everyone at Emmerdale. And I've got a very special episode for you that drops Today, You've already heard John Middleton, who played Ashley this week. Today, it is the longest-serving cast member in Emmerdale. It is the legend that is Eric Pollard, Mr Chris Chattel. He is now married to one of my favourite actresses, and she has played Brenda Walker in Emmerdale since 2008. It is a total treat for your ears today. I went round to their little house. We cozied up by the log fire and we had a good old natter. And here it is, just for you. I am kicking off the series with two very special guests, friends, colleagues and bona fide national treasures. He (laughs) is the longest serving actor and character in the history of Emmerdale. Originally the villain, he has toned down in recent years after his marriage to Val Pollard and the arrival of his son David. She is one of my favourite actresses ever, playing Anna in Where the Heart Is and Zoe in one of my favourite shows ever, May to December. She is now Brenda Walker in Emmerdale, playing partners in the show and married in real life. It's an honour to welcome Chris Chattel, Eric Pollard himself, and Leslie Dunlop. Hi, both. Hello. Hi, everybody. How are we? Fine. Yeah, fine. Yes, so I'm so it's post-lockdown, and we're still socially distanced, but we're actually together, which is amazing. After a year of doing these not on Zoom with things going off and... Emails going off. It's incredible. And you, I've just been saying about your view. Is it, it what a nice place to have been over lockdown? Yeah, it, it has been brilliant. Yeah, couldn't imagine being anywhere else. And and so Chris, the longest running member of cast ever. <laughs> what an honour! <laughs> I mean, is that? Can you believe that you are still there? Uh, an honour for me, or the honour for, for the, the, the nation? I think. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's wonderful. I'm I'm um, I'm now looking through the eyes of Arthur Pentelow. Oh, no, who's got... Tell Mr. Me. Wilkes. Oh, Mr. Wilkes, yes. Because so, he used to look at me the same way as I look at the younger generation in our in our cast. And, and I'm thinking, hmm, yeah, he'll do. <laughs> yes, I was... He'll do. You have moved me exactly onto my next question was, do you have that feeling when people... Because obviously when you started, it was a much smaller cast. All shows have increased yeah, their yeah. cast so much. Do you see people coming in thinking... I mean, to yourself, you wouldn't say it publicly, but thinking, yeah, I think they're going to, you know, last the test of time. Yeah, you do. You look at them. He says it out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a finite look. Yeah, because you're um, not, and I'm not saying that in a way, because you've got the experience. You know what's needed to yeah. be a successful character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I would sack half of them then. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I think when Matthew came in, it was almost the perfect oh. casting, wasn't it, as your son? I yeah. Mean, he is so like me, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, Unbelievable. Good looking, tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> but just that, that chemistry you had. It's like, you know when chemistry you can't write? You yeah. know, comes in, yeah. it has to be something off the page. Yeah. And it was there, wasn't it? Yeah, he did. and he's a kindly chap as well, so... Which does make a huge difference. And how has it? Ch- I mean, it, I know this even from when I've left. How has it changed over the years massively? Like when you started, obviously the episodes have gone up. Has it? It's become a different show because obviously it was Emmerdale Farm at the beginning. Yeah. Um, is it? Is it? How is it? What's the biggest change for you being in the show? The topic of storylines. They're all sensationalist. Yeah. Which is a shame. There. Um, I, we, we, we are, we have to look at life and be, be able to reflect from life to be able to do our job. Um, and life as we see it. <laughs> Has changed. Hey, hell's bells. Um, you don't, you don't uh, cough, you don't stop I know, uh, yeah. walking in the, in the street. Because and unfortunately what the world's becoming, the, you know, there are lots of bad people in the world and stuff well, like that. And I think I think TV drama, to be honest, has reached these new levels where pe- it's almost like the, t- t- the TV itself has created this need in people for bigger drama, bigger events, hasn't it? In a way, it's like blo- go- gone away from itself. And but life is not like that. No, it, no, yeah. You know, you can. I saw a wonderful episode of The Street <coughs> um, <laughs> uh, with Sarah Lancashire and Julie Goodyear in in, in the pub, and they closed up for the night. And they were just having a little tincture between themselves before. And it was just magical. Magical, yeah. It yeah. was perfect. That's, I think... What's missing? Is what's missing. Yeah. I watched that's Hilda, what I miss. Yeah, I watched Hilda Ogden's leaving on Corrie for some Wonderful. research. And it lasted about 15 minutes in the pub. All the, ca- all the characters, characters there. And yeah. it was just... Even Ashley Taylor Dawson, who's been on the podcast last year, who's in Hollyoaks, a younger actor, said he's even gone to the rights of Hollyoaks going... Can I just have some scenes sat at a table with a cup of coffee and let the writers write because they can write really well. Yeah. But let's just talk about nothing or the fly in the room or yeah, whatever because exactly. th- that's how soap started, kitchen Absolutely. sink but that, drama. But that's yeah. exactly what I was about to say, that I think what's happened is, is giving it the title of soap. It's become you can make it anything you like, whether it's, it's realistic or not. Yeah. It has, yeah. It's taken away the, the character, as you said. I think a lot of it is, um, is, is really missing it. It, it, it's recognising oneself or, or people generally um, with, and, and then when things happen, they happen. But every single week, there's got, it's to, got to be, be another... something. And I do think that's audience well, but I think we can change that audience demand. Do you know what I mean? Because I think it's yeah, got it's to exactly. go. There's only so much you can do because I think other dramas have become so amazing at the stunts and stuff. Even when I was there, Soap still hasn't got the money to do no, those stunts. No, like exactly. Line of Duty, for instance, that does those amazing set pieces unfortunately soap so you think bring it back the other way and do what soap can do which is invest that's in the I, characters and the and the and the thing I but um agree. leslie you've obviously done and we're going to come to what you've done which i found out but you've done continuing drama i mean you've done like where the heart is beforehand that's the yeah that was when you first. came to emmerdale was it was it a shock to you the kind of you know the, the way that we work the way oh that it's so quick and it was terrifying I'd, i remember doing a scene and then i'm um, say right okay that's it moving on <laughs> and i went what you know, haven't, we haven't rehearsed it really. We'd had a line run. You do a camera rehearsal, and, and then that's it, yeah. and they said, "Right, okay." And I didn't realise we were actually shooting it. Yeah, and obviously said, that was good. Yeah, obviously, yeah, they, yeah. they were saying she's good. Well, yeah. you have to be. That's the thing. Yeah, of course, you've got to be on the ball. And I mean, I think on my second day, 
I'd missed a scene to learn a scene. Oh, God, that you then know, you, you are in think, trouble. Oh, my God. Frightening. And I had this whole scene which I hadn't learned for some And it's reason. not even a judgment, I don't think, of the acting ability, actually, at first, because then you, you need to hit the ground running. It's quite hard. Like, a, yeah. over this podcast, I've learned so much about acting, I think. Like, um, uh, Neil, who was in EastEnders, said he'd studied the show, actually, to see where to place himself. Because he was worried about oh, overplaying clever. it or underplaying it. Yeah. So he said every job is quite different. So he wanted to know, you know, try to go in there, whether it, it, getting a gauge of what is overplaying it in EastEnders. Because in EastEnders to Emmerdale is very different yeah. as sure. well. And also the, the fact that some directors will direct. Yes, and yeah. And some others, and you're thinking, please say something. Because it's so over the top or, or it's just so... I remember there was a guy... Uh, I forgot his name. Good. Andy. <laughs> yeah. Shadrach. Yeah. No, I, I won't say. <laughs> and he came into the pub and he was supposed to come into the pub with a bang. And he came in like a slug. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't mind as well. But Andy he should have been mind. told. He should have been yes. told by yeah, the director. Yeah, you need, you need direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've learned, I learned so much and you take it away from you. It's very different when you look back because, I mean, I thought every TV show was because it was my first drama directing and I remember hitting the ground running thinking oh my god well, I do. I just thought... um, but then I went to Holby City and I was sh- I was kind of going god oh my god come on yes yeah. <laughs> well I was like yeah, that relighting within... relighting we've only done a line <laughs> you know you'd be like so it was really weird for me going the other way and actually I did quite enjoy the intensity of it I yeah. suppose because well, I do think a, the magical the thing... performances can come from that well that scene so I learned I learned Immediately, and I, it was probably one of the best scenes I've done because the panic and the, the the adrenaline, yeah, and the fact that you know you've got to get in there, get it right, and get off. Yeah. So right, I always do a bit of a quiz, and it's not hard. I'm going to start with Chris just to go through the storylines. Hopefully, I mean, you've had thirty five years, is it, Chris? Yeah. Which, bad. when you think of Corey, actually, it's amazing because William Roach, sixty one years, he's been there now. <gasps> wow. I know, which is incredible, isn't it? I mean, wow. Wow. I think but, I might be embarrassed at that. I know, yeah. It's, it's that thing, isn't it, that you've not done anything else? I mean, even Sally Dynever, who was on the podcast as well, was is kind of going, oh, I do feel a bit, but actually, you know, I think she'd be... She'd, she'd be if the shoe fits. Yeah, if the shoe fits, why not? It's yeah. a great job. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Chris, who did Eric go into business with to change the tea rooms into a wine bar at night? <laughs> it's been on recently. Oh, has it? She uh... lives in Tong... She lives near where I do. Uh, really? There was Nicholas, Nicholas? No, Blonde, it was, well, it was, Ka- it was, it's Azu, Kathy Glover. Oh, of course Melandra. it was. Yeah. Melandra Barth. Yeah, Have yeah. you been watching any of the classic ones? No, I haven't. No. Which is a shame because I, every now and again I get a, a message from somebody um, giving their opinion on what they've just seen. Um, and I think, oh, I should watch it. I should watch it. I was shocked when I watched it, actually, because I remember watching Manana Grande, but watching, it was about that, actually. And I think Marlon, it's hilarious because Mark at the beginning just leans down the whole time because he's so tall. <laughs> yeah. And he had loads of scenes with you. Oh. And he's kind of just lent, not even on anything, just lent into shots. <laughs> and I would still get neck ache. <laughs> yes, yeah, oh. from him. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Melandra was actually one of my favourite characters in it when I, uh, when I uh, started watching Emmerdale, Cathy. Um... But yeah, so then, I mean, the tea room was so different. Everything was so different. The businesses were so different. I think, again, businesses are kind of a bit lacking because you had an antiques thing. You had the factory originally, didn't you? With the Yeah, yeah, with uh, Charlie. With, um, and now that's kind of, Valerie. yeah, disappeared a bit because did you like when you ran businesses in it? Did it give you this kind of new, yeah. Yeah, yeah it could give you uh, another dimension, which was great. To rather the, than just 
know. Yeah, well, no one, I always think it's quite funny working, so because not many people work, seem to work. They're in the pub in t- two. They're well, talking about something, and you think this is utter twaddle because <laughs> there's no foundation. No, I've left it at the office. No, you haven't got an office. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, and I doctor. suppose, like we say, people don't want to watch people at work, so yeah, it is. I think not. it's always hard to get those work. I mean, Corrie survives on a. It's got a corner shop and a cabin. I mean, the same business opposite yeah. each other yeah <laughs> well this is what we've got in in emmerdale now we've got um the the, the tea shop brenda's tea shop david serves coffees and drinks and, yes you'd be out of business and, the, running and, out then, out of business. and then um the pub and all they're worried about was when they're in the the hub that's the is that the new outdoor pursuit pursuit yeah. yeah 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 they were sort of worried that that would compete with everything else and i think well, we're all getting on right down yeah, there and yeah. doing the same. And Dina Payne says you need to drag a post office back because that just disappeared. I know. <laughs> it went with Dina. No, <laughs> I know. Well, it has. I said Kathy Bill reappeared in EastEnders, so you never yes, know. Yes, that's true. Dina says she hasn't got a gravestone in the village, so it could be. No, never say never. Never say never in so. We know it could happen. Well, uh, yes. But Chris, what have I got here? When? Oh, I, I found this out, actually. In to what is I can't even read my own writing. Oh, what film did Emmerdale emulate in a Christmas special that followed Val's death? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the one of the uh, what that, what's a clue I can give oh, you there? It's it? when she came back as a ghost, one of the ghosts. Yeah, of Scrooge. Uh, uh, of course, it was. Uh, yes. yes, which I forgot. Oh. I never. I'd left by then. That, that was it was the whole episode was based around Ebenezer Scrooge. Was it? Yeah, film? yeah. And, and it was a great um, exercise. I wasn't in that. No, I no, didn't. Were. Were yeah. you Scrooge? So it wasn't that good then. No, yeah, yeah. Were you Scrooge? I had the feeling. Yeah, so it was based on... Scro- and Charlie Hobbit came back <laughs> as a ghost. Yeah. And that's the scene I watched this morning. She was all in white. Yes, I And everyone at the bit. grave was in black. It looked incredible. Yeah. It was wonderful. I enjoyed... And it, it was a shame um, on, on the back of uh, Dear Charlie um, that they wrote some stuff that was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, think you and Charlie, I always say this, I uh, mean, when you get a good partnership, yeah, and you and Charlie were just electric Wonderful. together, Wonderful. weren't they? Well, when they, they um, Charlie went off to Loved. do that play, and, and they put Brenda got... with, with, first put Brenda with Eric, and they told me that, and I went, oh no, yes, you, you can't agree. do yeah, that. Yeah. I don't want to, they said, don't worry, we split them up. I said, oh good, you know, it's... it's. But, I mean, you've had, obviously, in Emmerdale, Eric's had his fair share of ladies over the years, but is it nice, is, do you again instantly get the feeling of like, oh, this is going to be electric with someone. Uh, well, uh, when Sally appeared and we started to do some stuff, which was enjoyable. Sally, who plays... Sally... Faith. Faith. Faith, Faith Dingle, yeah. yeah. Brilliant Sally casting Dexter. for Chaz's um, All of a sudden, it disappeared. Mm. And next minute, she'd gone. And I thought, oh. Oh, no. What's happened yeah. there? Yeah. Um, and I still don't know why that happened. Maybe she was... It was too much for her, um, uh, the, the pace of things. Well, I think that happens a lot now, doesn't it? When yeah, people come yeah, in and they're shocked, actually, yeah. Yeah, actors who've done other stuff. But yeah, you do a great, obviously you do a great, but I do think there's certain partnerships I just remember being, you know, I always, uh, who else in Emmerdale I used to love? I mean, Matthew, I, Matthew and Alicia, I thought were great. Natalie Anderson, that was a great partnership. Him, him and Squealer. Him Nic- and, yes, him and Nicola were brilliant together. Fantastic. And all of a sudden they change. I don't know. Pollard had a um, a, a period with uh, uh, Sam, and it was funny. Sam Dingle. 
Oh, oh, I James. thought you meant a fair. James Hooton. Oh, James. Oh, yeah. no, I thought you said a fair. I, I thought we were talking about women's story that I missed. But so many times we'd be, uh, the audience would be saying, excuse me, who's the one that's supposed to be questionably um, a little bit slow? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the odd, it's it's the odd partnerships that work really yes, well in exactly. yeah, yeah. Which, again, is real life, actually. You don't, yeah. you, know, you do have these people that are quite. Why you are know, you looking what? at Leslie and I like that? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's not funny. We're no. just boring. <laughs> I just think, no, you're not. And uh, what else have I got? The last one. Oh, well, this leads me to a question I really asked, but who embezzled 20,000 from Eric on their arrival to the village? Which was, I mean, Chris is... I mean, you know what? Every actor doing this is wrong, because you don't remember... That was Matthew playing David, who they obviously brought in to be a bit of a pollard at first. He came in and... I oh, think yeah, you had stolen he was... money from Layla or something, and uh, he got it back. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, of course... Uh, Matthew's character, David, um, was intent on ruining Pollard, Pollard for, for obvious reasons because he wasn't a very nice little, nice person. Well, no, it was Matthew first, which is quite weird. His his journey was much shorter than yours in terms of you were, because for he years... Is short, he is shorter than me. Yeah. <laughs> he, you were, I mean, when I was young, you were the the villain for years. Yeah. Right? Like, proper villain Yeah, as well. it was a nasty, horrible... Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that good to play? I always think it must be Lovely. nice. Thing. Yeah, Just it's great. You miss it. Yeah. I'd switch on the box and, and, and I'd be killing myself laughing as what he's been up to and what he's got away with surreptitiously. Yeah. I mean, he got away with... I mean, he literally but, went... Nothing was too small for him to... But uh, I think the, the, the essence of it and the fact that he's still in, in existence now is the fact that he never got away with it. No, yeah, yeah. Right at the last minute and you think he's now going to really capitalise. Boom. His feet would be taken from underneath him, which is which is great. I think if if it had been the other way, then the people would not have enjoyed him so much. No, yeah, because they enjoyed him getting his comeuppance. And I think he also had heart from the beginning. I, yeah. I, I think any bad any villain or whatever has. To, I remember it, even Amanda Donahue. Got to be able there's to There's got to be a heart. There's your underbelly. Yeah, there's got to be, be able to do yeah. it. There's yeah. got to be something there for the audience to like, otherwise they won't. We all love the best villains. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. what it's got to be. And I always think it must be quite nice to exercise stuff as a, going in as an actor to play, do stuff that you kind of sometimes want to do in real life. Absolutely, and you can't. yeah. And you get away with it at work and you come home friends with everyone at the end of the day. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the girls like Sam Giles and uh, lovely Cherie Murphy, you know, yeah. they said they had the best scenes with each other because they hated each other, but loved yeah, each yeah. other in real life. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much fun to do that. So, right, Leslie, moving on to you. Who does Brenda visit? This is when I was there. So who does Brenda visit in hospital when she arrives in Emmerdale? My daughter, Jenny. Yes. My adoptive daughter. Adopted daughter, Jenny. Yeah. Of course, Sean. Sean. And I remember you Winslow's. both joined. You both, you both joined at the same time, didn't you? Yes, she actually... You were a little yes, bit... Yes, we did a bit, and then <sighs> she carried on, and I had a break, and then came back into it. So, yes, but she was there a bit before me. And again, you two were great together, oh, weren't you? It was well, electric well, again. It was like having... A real daughter. My daughter. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I couldn't, but I used to tell her off sometimes and like, and vice versa. But and also you developed these characters at the her. same time. You yeah. really believed they were mother and daughter, yeah. didn't you? I mean, Jenny was one of my favourite characters ever. I, I thought she was brilliant. Yeah. I thought she was absolutely clever. brilliant. And she's clever gone on actress, and done yeah. Yeah. Two clever is. people, yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah, it was great working with her, doing all the stuff with the brain tumour and mother and daughter stuff was heartbreaking and when she had to shave my head I've got goosebumps did you know brain tumour no Brenda no Brenda did do you not know the show at all I don't want you to agree 
Well, that was my next question, which you kind of ruined, Leslie. Oh, sorry. But in 2013, Brenda was involved in one of her biggest storylines, which was um, which was that Brenda. Has... And I remember watching. I mean, it was in, that scene was incredible. I mean, the story was incredible. Yeah. You were the first, I think, the first person to really. So we've done it since with the shaving the head. But I think you were the first in a show like Emmerdale, but to, to do it in real life. Was I? Didn't Haley do it in Curry? Oh, oh no, that was no. after. No, yeah, that I was after. That was just... You were the first. It was yeah. Oh, was that a big... I mean, as we know, soap is amazing for telling stories like this. Oh, the stuff uh, yeah. that deals with people, that people deal with in their lives every day. And we've got the power, I think, in soap to have a long-running story with people you really care about. I think what you've got to do is be completely truthful. Don't cut corners. And I think that's what often happens is is that you've got a story that, that suddenly you're all better again without yes, it yeah. becoming... Brenda is better. She still has a brain tumour, obviously. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> you have to be careful because it could just go like that. No, I know. Yeah, um, but uh, yes, and I and, and I said that as as said. Look, let's just keep this as as real. Because they obviously but asked also, you if you wanted to cut your, you know. Well, they you. didn't at first. They said um, no, it wasn't the kind of treatment that would your hair would fall out. And I thought I think it might be. So I was prepared for it. Yeah. When they did eventually, when Kate came and said, "How would you feel about doing it?" And it was. It was weird because I... Triple my episodic fee. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, well, something yeah. like that. No, I did ask for a, a, um, I did ask for a bit a longer contract after that. Well, you I need said, it because you wouldn't get, that, get, you wouldn't get work. Yeah. I said, you can't, you know, I said, does she die was the first thing because <laughs> then you need to find another job. Um, yeah, but I didn't, no, I, 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 I did ask, I asked for um, another year and also, um, if I was traumatised, maybe some uh, <laughs> mental help. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know how I'm going to be. Well, normally you can turn it off when you come over. You, of you did shave your know, hair off. But I know that so many people, I mean, who really lose They're, their hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that is the biggest thing for them, almost bigger than the, the cancer itself. Yeah. That's the final. My mum's always said that. If she yeah. got anything like that, it would be... She'd, Probably not have the treatment if it was that, but well, my, yeah, my. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But it was um, no, but I didn't. And my friend, unfortunately, was was dying of cancer. She had lung cancer. She didn't have to. She didn't lose Go her that. mercifully. But she said, "God, you're so brave." And I looked at her and I said, yeah. "I'm not brave." She's just mm. been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell. She she died shortly after. She was my um, oldest best school friend, and uh, it was tragic. But I thought. I'm not brave, yeah, these yeah. My hair. And I did it. And do you know what? It was brilliant. It was, I've always had long hair. I mean, apart from a couple of jobs I've done, but mainly, and I've sort of hidden behind my hair. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realise how important, how, or important, how, yeah, how, how much you, you how relied much it on makes it. You. I mean, getting ready to go out anywhere. I don't, you know, I had no hair. And you think, oh my God, I've done that quickly. And you realise that you don't have to blow dry your hair or do And luckily you look fabulous as well. I remember was, the first... But it was, it was really quite liberating. Yeah. And, and I just, I felt all, I felt guilty when people would say, oh, are you in it. treatment? But did or... you get, what was the reaction like? I mean, incredible probably. Because that's why, I mean, you've got that. When I, the closest I've come to is the cot death I did with Charlotte yeah, Bunley. Oh, that was... Just I'll never forget the reaction. That's before and I the... came, but that was... I watched it. Yeah, and that's what that's when I went. God, we've got such a powerful job here because I always remember Karen Young, brilliant writer, said, yeah. "I love." She her, always yeah. wanted to play someone at home story through one of the people in the show. So D- Duncan and so everyone reacted in a way that she, yeah. with the research they did, reacted at home. So there was someone to relate to, which shows yeah. how much work goes into it. But 
the reaction was just incredible. That, and that's when I went, God, we've got such a powerful job here when we do storylines well, get them right. There were great things like on, on set right. yes, with things yeah. like with the um, zoning out where you just sort of, it's like someone pulls the plug out and it's just, you don't pass out. You just, and I wasn't sure nobody could tell me. I wasn't clear about that. I said, what does it, you know, does it mean yeah, I yeah. pass? And it was Paul on cameras um, whose mother... Oh, it had, suffered. Yes. And he told me, he said it literally. And that you think, oh, my God, thank you. We're on set. And we suddenly realised this was something we didn't actually know what it looked like. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. as well was fantastic. And there I got, yeah, great, lots of things saying thank you. But again, I felt... It was a privilege, really, to be able to do Yeah, I think it's always a privilege to, to do, do those storylines. But it is hard for you. I think it's hard for an actor to take it on you because do. you feel responsibility. But also, when it's that intense, because it went on for a long time, yeah. that it's awful. You do wake up and think... You've got it, yeah. Or you you're, well, you're just it. living and breathing. That's what I mean, you're living and breathing and, it. And, you know, and I was not terribly well afterwards. Um, and, and my doctor said to me, well... You know, your 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 body doesn't actually know you haven't got it if you're convincing yeah. it this much that you. But that's you know. I'm well, very I've said lucky this before on the podcast, and Sally it. was on the podcast. But did you know? So Sally Dynavers, oh, Sally. She, yeah, I mean, she I was playing the breast cancer story, and that's when she went and had the examination. And she said she filmed the scenes where Sally in the show got told she got breast cancer in the morning, went for her results in the afternoon, and got told she had breast cancer. Mm, I knew that. And she that's... said it was these lives colliding. And she said the first thing she said to the doctor was, "Are you sure you've got the right Sally?" Are you not meaning yeah, Sally, my yeah. character? Not, yeah. And she said, but she played most of the scenes then when she found out. She said, it's bizarre because afterwards you would have played them differently. Because obviously as an actor, you're trying to connect. But these big things, you are, are, most of the time you can't connect because you, you haven't, know. you know, lost a baby in a stillbirth or caught death or, or had that. So it's, it's, uh, that's. It's just awful as well. The men, because my, my sister passed. I know. Yeah. Um, and she had brain cancer. Uh, and. That was, I mean, actually... To see to see it in real life. To see it in real life. Yeah. It was... I think we did all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you just thank your days every day. I mean, when you when these issues come up as well, you realise how much people do go through out there and how soap is a lifeline. I think in lockdown, the soap... So it was a lifeline to so many people because it was that thing that they're used to. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a comfort blanket. A constant. Yeah, a constant. And a how song. important our, your jobs are, actually. Mm. Yes, and it is that. That's the thing we talked about earlier, but about the responsibility you feel you have to to make it right. If you're not, if it doesn't feel, if you can't find the truth in it, it's really hard to put that across to the audience. So that's where we have to work with directors and writers and to try and make sure it is right. The best possible result, yeah. Um, So, right, we're going to move off soap and I'm going to talk to Chris first. As you said, just to talk about other stuff you've done. So, Chris, your father. Uh, served in the Indian Army. Yeah. And I've read that you were going to leave school and join the Navy. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So what stopped? Junior radar te- technician. I had six weeks uh, uh, before I'd done the uniform. And I said to... Uh, so you were signed up, you are basically signed up ready to go, with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, I asked uh, uh, a schoolmate of mine, Mark Farrell, if he would uh, give me some advice on... Because he was always well turned out. I'm talking about Mark Boland. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, he was your mate? Yeah. Oh, my well, God, brilliant. Mate, he was a school mate, you know. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So he's in well, <laughs> I do a bit of a name drop there. I know, oh. I love a name drop. <laughs> I love so a do name I. drop, yeah. So uh, he said, well, I do a bit of modelling and uh, uh, the odd commercial every now and again. Uh, see if you can get yourself an agent, speak to this woman down the road who does a bit of voice coaching, etc. And, uh, and, um, yeah, three weeks later, I got you myself an agent and I was gone to the National and joined up, as it were. But otherwise, and then after about two years at the National, um, they turned around and said, oh, enough might be enough. You're still, you still need to learn about life. Right. They were okay. very kind. Um, and um, so then I thought, well, I'll go into the Navy then and do it properly. And then I got a film or something. <laughs> so so like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But had you always wanted to act from an earlier... Has it always been in you? So even though at school, yeah. yeah, yeah. That creative, you know, I think it's always in... I mean, when I say that, loads of people come to it later in life. But it's whether, yeah, whether... Did you do school plays and stuff with yeah. drama? Yeah. I, um, I did... Uh, I played Jack in Lord of the Flies at Wandsworth Town Hall. Oh, wow. And um, somebody was watching the show from um the the uh, the national national and uh, and mentioned something so it, it helped oh that's amazing and it was lovely it was a great great play to do yeah and very emotional and well and yeah. I, obviously you said the national because in night so this was in 1964 i think that you did the national um you so with the national theater at chichester festival you did a the royal Hunt of the, the Royal Sun. Hunt of the Sun, yeah. Yeah. Said, well, what a play. I know. And the Chichester Festival, which is one of the biggest, I, obviously. I in, would love to go back and do something there. Is it? Was it the Chichester Theatre, which is my favourite, what's it called? The, the Festival. The Festival Theatre, which is amazing. Yeah. That's the favourite thing I think I've ever been to in the round, in the round yeah. yeah. Like, a bit like the West Shorts Playhouse, but yeah. better. Yeah. Um, a bit like um, the Octagon. The Octagon, yeah. 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 But the, what Small an amazing, I mean, so you started big. It wasn't like, yeah, a, yeah in theatre. Yeah. But I, I was... Uh, uh, 40, um, no, that was something else. Um, I was a, a candle holder for the first year. Oh, well, that's okay. But that's good. I was a very good candle, yeah. candle holder. <laughs> you always the thought... Of, to Spears. Yeah. Verity was Rushworth, because she took over the role of uh, Donna. Mm. And she said she was actually an extra behind the original Donna. Oh, you was know, she? Really? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, you, obviously she wasn't thinking I'll be her. You yeah. Know, but how yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Is that weird? But you always start... Clever. I think... Exactly, it's good to watch the craft. It's like me directing. I loved watching directors as I grew up because you learn so much more yeah. before you're thrust in it, I suppose. Yeah. And the like. But did you love... I mean, I've always said what I think... So with TV, what I love as a director is you get to tell people at home what they're going to watch. You know, whereas in the audience at a theatre, you choose who to watch. Mm. Absolutely. And yeah. you're not told. Yeah. Yeah. And also as an actor, I think you get instant feedback. So you know that night, oh, right, I might make that line a bit different because I wasn't getting the reaction. Whereas yeah. on TV, obviously, you get no... Mm. None of that, really. Yeah. So no, they're both totally different yeah. experiences. Yeah. Which, do you, like, do you miss theatre? Um, it's <laughs> it's so many years ago. Yeah, that you I did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons why I, I, I at least loved pantomime because yes. it was you're, you're changing the you mode. get a yearly fix of that. Of, yeah. Yeah. Um, but not we're not allowed to do it these days. No, and it's also, the panto's changed remarkably, I think, because it's not looked down upon as much anymore either. But no. since, since the big stars have started, the West End ones and stuff, um, 
you know, it's become a bit of a because I think Panto's great anyway. Panto's oh, great. if it's done properly, if it's done properly, I've and, seen some and bad treat ones. Treat it as yeah. a play. Yeah, don't cheapen don't it. Don't cheat it as a Panto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've I've never done one. Haven't you? Never I've done never Panto, done Leslie. Panto. The best one of, like you said, it's the big Barbara Windsor I saw him on. That was an amazing production. That like amazing. literally, just it was watching Paul, my husband, obviously from Lithuania, yeah. was like. What the hell is this at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. they're joining in. And I'm like, oh, they're doing the That's Behind You bit. And he's yeah. like, what? Then he's going to love it. He wants to go every year now. Traditional <laughs> pantomime is oh, worth its weight. In oh, yeah, because it's so adult. It's for kids, yeah. but so for adults. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah. per- it's carry the on. innuendo. Is, yeah, it's uh, carry on Lee's perfect what was the one place. We went to see, is it um, Billy Pierce? Is, um, Billy Pierce. We went to see the. Very um, good. Was it, it was Chelsea, wasn't it? Chelsea. Oh, I think I went to see Company. that one. Maybe I saw her in one. Was Chelsea in it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, even I mean, she'll kill me. Oh, it was Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Me. Well, even Jen. I mean, she'll hate me saying this. Jenna Coleman we even did a panto when she first left Emmerdale. Yeah, did she? Oh yes, oh. the Queen Victoria herself. Uh, but Chris, and then again, I actually didn't realise this. I'm sorry, I didn't realise this. In 2019, you were awarded the British Empire Medal for services to uh, drama and acting, uh, uh, drama and charity. <laughs> yes, yes. Not the acting. acting. Not the acting. <laughs> <laughs> and so what is the British how does that I'm not a favour this. How does it compare to the OBMBA? Is it is it I haven't the faintest no. idea. And I, I when when I, I read that uh, I was also being awarded for my contribution to to drama, I can I I could not stop laughing. <laughs> it was just so funny. Whoever put me in that category, however the faintest idea, but I took it anyway. Yeah, well, I said to Sue Johnson this, as Sue Johnson about hers. I said, oh, the Queen, and she said, the Queen didn't. She said, the Queen had no idea who she no, was. No, exactly. Because Sue's yeah. done Brookside and the Royal Family, whichever, but the oh. Queen wouldn't like the Royal Family. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, I'm yeah, sure she was like, but it's still a nice... Oh, it's lovely. I do you use it after your name? I don't. No. <laughs> but I... I, I, I I'm thankful for it. Well, there, we, 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 yeah. was the, it well was you going, certainly deserve it, especially, I was going to say, for your charity work. Cause... It was going to the, the palace last year, but didn't go. Cause oh, so you didn't get to go. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to the garden. Was I was going to go. <laughs> so much to answer for. I know, so you didn't get to meet the... Who 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 last went? One of my friends went. And um, the Queen wasn't giving it, and she was like, I mean, this is terrible. She was like, please, not just not Princess Anne. You don't want Princess You know, if you get something... You want one of the big, you know, you yes, want Charles yes. or the Queen, yeah. don't you? Yes. I think she got Will, so she was happy. But, I mean, charity's been a huge part of your life. I know doing the running team years ago, many years ago, but that running, everything like that to raise money, it's so you've used your position to better things, which yeah. I think is great. Yeah. Is that is it nice to be in that position? I, th- I think uh, if you uh, look upon your position as um, extremely fortunate and to oh. be able to give back, yeah. Um, and for for good reason, then, yeah, why not embrace it? Totally. Yeah. It's Absolutely. admirable. And everyone, you know, I will say, you know, the social influences in Dubai, getting paid, you're going like, just do something good for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who cares about those trainers? Uh, oh, know, yes. You know, the yeah, yeah, new yeah. job of social influencers, so they'll get paid to go to a hotel to do one post. Oh, yes. Oh. To publicise the hotel, which is great being young. I mean, we'd probably all do it, you know, if we could. Uh, but yeah. Um, so and you, meet some, you meet some great people as well. Some oh. courageous people. Yeah. And the running team, I remember, was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I always remember Nicola Wheeler could go the night before and have a few pints. Well. And I was like, oh, I can't. We all I did. Couldn't. 
We don't get hammered and then get up in the morning and run it out. You, I remember the first time I went to bed so early. And the, the best time is when I actually got a bit good. And I remember coming, it was Fleetwood and ran the racetrack. And I remember coming down, I'd even beat Matthew Wolfenden. Yeah. I just remember Charlie the Emmerdale gang were watching. You could see them all going, it's Lee, <laughs> it's Lee. <laughs> and there's me going, yes. <laughs> I beat him, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Matthew was like, will you stay with me? I went, no. <laughs> I'm on a roll. I hated that course. Oh, see, that was my favourite because you went around in a circle. Oh, I hate running away from where I'm coming back to. So if I'm running around this, you know, like on a running machine, you know you can stop. But if I know I'm running further from where oh, I'm going, no, unless I'm on the home straight, I'd ne- yeah, no. Oh, you could have a good reason for, for running in the first place. I don't mean charitable. You've done something wrong, so therefore you get it in your mind, you've... They're after you. Yeah, yeah. you've got training. <laughs> Eric Pollard did. So, Leslie, moving on to Leslie, the daughter, like we said, and we were talking before, writer Pat Dunlop, who yes. obviously had done so My much. So, daddy. And you started as a child actress in the 70s. I think I'm right in saying that. I've read that one of your first jobs was the BBC version of A Little Princess. Yes. Well, no, I, I was a bit of an old hand at it by then. Oh, were you? Yeah, I, was, I, I did my first job. When I was 11. Wow. And that was an oove out of vision um, voiceover, basically, on Dr. Finley's casebook. But I had to go to the studio and be there and do it really from behind a door. Oh, know, wow. It was, it was going out. I don't think it was live, but it was... Anyway. I do always think if you've got someone out, just see them. If you're going to pay yourself. Well, I know. Much. I was a bit yeah. disappointed I didn't get a costume. But, uh, yeah. Oh, well, still, you would have got... But 11. So, and how... I mean, obviously, how has it changed over the years? I mean, I said... But, I mean, I remember... Well, speaking, I've grown up a bit. Yeah, but Not speaking much. to the early Corrie people, you know, whether they used to have a week of rehearsals, oh, and obviously yeah. that was... A, that was a, I'm taking it, that was, you know, a said thing, that you got rehearsal and stuff doing drama. Well, you had rehearsals. What we used to do... Yes, you'd rehearse. At least one week. Yeah. You, oh, yeah, you'd rehearse. You'd have your read-through, which is great, and everybody gets together, and that's know, always never, fun, meeting yeah, everybody. Yeah, table read-through, yeah. Have you not done that? No, because all the things I've done... I've done it for the things I've done, like, with Catherine, my new project. I love read-throughs, and you get to see who you're working with, um, yeah. which is brilliant. And, and that, Are they not... No, I've always thought they're not... No, you know, because it, by the time you get to set, I suppose, you've gone it through in your head, and I know at a read-through, you're not worried seeing other actors thinking, right, I've got... I mean, do you really go for it at a read-through, or do you know... <laughs> Well, I it's used just, to. I used to. That's what I mean. I wouldn't when know I was whether you're young. supposed to really. Yeah, when I was well, very young. You've got to put young. a stamp on it. Yeah, because you, you think all those people yes, are I watching do. you. Yes, I think I think you, 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 and I splutter over words and just be dreadful. So I hope to <laughs> keep okay. oh, no, yeah. oh, no, what's it? <laughs> and hopefully it gets a bit better. But, you know, I used to love read-throughs. And then, of course, you do, that depends whether it's on, whether you've got things on film or not. But you'd rehearse and then have, um, uh, after about three weeks, you'd have the producers, you'd have the tech run, which you do for the camera people who come out with the, the um, floor plans and amazing and, and walk around it. And then you do, which is the big one, that's when you pull out a bit of a performance, or one would hope. For the, for the actual thing. Oh, but it's no, amazing. For the I producer's you, run, you'd have a producer's run. And, and again, I think that's really lacking in old dramas because it means producer involved in the making of it a bit more. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean to have a producer's Well, that's why I think the read throughs as well, you can get script things sorted. sorted. Yeah. When you're there, or somebody will give you, you know, a change if there's any changes, and um, but but yeah, and the writers used to be at rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used Absolutely. To have writers at rehearsals. Well, I know, say on Fre- even on Friends, say in America, I know the writers would always be there, so they would go mid live. I suppose it was easier; it was filmed in front of a live audience. But if something wasn't working, quick conflab, you know, everyone yeah. on set, the actors, the writers, yeah. change the line. Yeah. 
Which is kind of, I suppose, now again, the way we work is everything's so quick that you can't, they're already writing their probably fourth script after the one they've just, that you're well, acting. You know, so it's very. Yeah, you, you, you do go mention about a line or something in there. But then, which I never realised, because what I love, Leslie, is you don't at all blow your own trumpet, which is crazy. You were cast alongside Diana Rigg and Elizabeth Taylor in Stephen Sond- Sondheim's A Little Night Music yeah. and in Roman Polanski's Tess. Yeah. I mean, my God, how was that? So was that <laughs> was that in this country or was that in um, Hollywood? No, no. Um, Little Night Music was in Austria, in Vienna. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm and gorgeous. we were all in hotel. It was the best time. I can't tell you. Well, it was bonkers, but it was brilliant. And did you have scenes with... Oh, yeah. Diana Rigg and Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm going to watch it now, obviously. Played with Lots the greats. I know. They were, well, they, I mean, they were greats. They were brilliant. And they're, and they're just friends. I mean, when I I watched a, a biog on Elizabeth Taylor, nobody calls her Liz Taylor, you see. Nobody calls her Liz. Elizabeth. It's always Elizabeth. Right. She wasn't called Liz by her No, friends. I can't imagine going up to it if I met um, her going, Liz. Liz. I know Liz. <laughs> but she was, she was lovely. She was great. And, um... She was ill quite a lot, but she was. Um, she was and so fantastic. How, kind of how old were you then when you were? I the... was nine to twenty. Wow, so so young 19. to be. And was it? I mean, I mean, films from the peak I've spoken to. Films are such a different, oh. different way of being. Like Nina Wadu did Aladdin in America with Will Smith, and said, you know, it was almost then she was a non-ex. You know, she's like, oh, because everything now is as we know, even film special effects and uh, and not really about the actors. What was it? Were you a uh, Oh, we were an ensemble. Is it, we were, yeah. it was like doing theatre because it was it was shot as if it, little night music. It was shot as if it was theatre, and we it was wonderful. We're dancing in the theatre in Vienna, and wow. and that and the opening titles. I mean, apparently it was. I mean, it was called the ill-fated little night music. I've read because oh. it it sort of lost its way. I think it needed a film director. Hal Prince directed it, who was wonderful as well. I mean, just Hal Prince yeah. and Stephen Song. I'm you'd go and. You know, was he there as well? Oh, most of the time. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, he was... Incredible. Unbelievable. He barely opened his eyes for about three weeks, I think. He just sort of... Listened. And, and look and look at people. He was a joy. And um, and to work with the the music arranger, Jonathan Tunit, who he won an Oscar for it, and so did wow. I. No, not me. So did I. <laughs> um, no. I was going to say, like, I didn't read that. Well, I'd, yes. no, I'd have that yes. everywhere. I'd, I'd go to work yes. with it everywhere. Welcome me at the door. I might with just it. get one made. And, um, but uh, no, he won the awards, and, and costumes won the award. It was, it was, it was magical doing it. And and we'd have to be in the studio rehearsing again. That was that wasn't shot like a film. That was no, yeah, right. So we'd yeah. rehearse, and music rehearsals were intense, and that you'd start early in the morning and. You know, work out which songs were easiest to get everybody warmed up and little night, um, um, weekend in the country. And they, it was, and it was amazing. And, and Elizabeth doing her bits, she was, she either had a little voice like that <laughs> or she'd have a voice that was terrifying. <laughs> I can't do American accent. But was terrifying. And she didn't, she'd make noises like if she got bored or frustrated. She'd, I was talking about it the other day. She'd make these noises like cat fights. <laughs> And you just oh think, really? Oh my god! What's that? Going on? And then she'd you turn around and she'd just shrug her shoulders and smile. You know, she'd just. And saying, was it kind of intense working? Because I always think every actor still. So we all start when you're at work. You're always starstruck if someone new comes. I mean, Sue Johnson. She's never as scared as when she does Downton with Maggie Smith. 
A, oh. because Sue said on, on the podcast, if you listen to it, that she's very scary, Maggie Smith. Yeah, yeah, and she is. defines the mood that day yeah. of yeah. set. And Sue said, you know, it's amazing to be working with her, but also it's terrifying, you know, being in yeah. the, you know, with this greatness. But also, I mean, Sue said she doesn't get why someone's like that. But I mean, is it... I don't know how you... I mean, I think with Elizabeth, she was... I, oh, I loved her. Yeah. Because she was, she was very kind and very kind to um, me, Kip Gowans, who was the first AD on it, said once, phoned up and said, phone me, I don't know. And I'm like, little old me, and they said, um, Elizabeth's feeling, because um, she was off, sick. And they were a bit fed up with her, the the, the producers. And, uh, Whereas you're, you're, in, uh, you're filming there and going, oh, this is lovely, I've got another day off. <laughs> yeah, another day off in Vienna. Yeah, I'll go Let's go again. to the mountains. <laughs> um yeah, it was a bit like that. But uh, and 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 said that she's feeling a bit um unpopular. She thinks the cast hate her. And <laughs> right. We're all going to hate her. And I had to ring her. He said, "Will you ring her and say, um, no, we love you. We love you. Yeah. No, we don't hate you. <laughs> um, nobody said you. D-. You know, it was a, it was a oh, really amazing. difficult situation. Anyway, she invited us. Um, me and my my ex. Uh, the father of my children, Christopher Gard, were, were cast in the film together on the same day, but them not knowing. Oh, wow. Oh, right. Oh, wow. So we just sort of went out there. Nobody knew we met it. But she invited us to the opera, the first night of the opera in Vienna. How amazing. And it was a spectacle that was extraordinary. The world's press... Richard Burton had just married again, but he'd married without telling her because normally he would... Oh, so that was all her. going... As the normal, on, well, on any set, the, on a the Sunday outside morning, drama was happening. We heard cars screeching around Vienna and police cars and looked out and it was Elizabeth, the, the world's press. Just I've never yeah, seen... Yeah. You have never seen anything like it. It's like the Beatles. It's That's all I can... And it was everywhere we went. And going to the opera, we had to get there early and take her mother, who was just... This big, tiny, tiny little lady saying, where's Elizabeth? Um, <laughs> and they're not wearing tiaras. In, in Palm Springs, they wear tiaras for the first night. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, my People God. Wow. And she was... So we were told to keep her in the in the box. Um, and she said, I want to go and see Elizabeth arriving. And we're going, no, you can't. You can't. I mean, 19, 20-year-old. Saying going, to Elizabeth no, Taylor's sorry, Yes. You've got to stay, I'm afraid. You can't. <laughs> we'll get told off. Um, anyway, so we... What do we do? Pin her down? Yeah, I didn't know you, what to do. Yeah. So we had to go and follow. Um, um, up came the stairs with Elizabeth. Lights, photographers, oh, people. Proper. We got pinned against the wall. Chris managed to get Elizabeth's mother into the box. Held out for yes, to see sort of, Well, he, he and Elizabeth's mother got into the box. And I got trampled on by the world's... My <laughs> dress was ripped. It was horrendous. But you th- And after the opera, the, the opera I can't talk about on... This, but I'll tell you later. Yes, oh. Um, no, it's just that the, 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 at the end, when we all had to leave, Elizabeth took my hand and said, um, when I count to three, run. Oh, really? Oh. And, we, and outside the Opera House in Vienna, there were like six, it was like being on Marble Arch, there were like six lanes of traffic and cars everywhere. And she just, and she had her mother in one hand, <laughs> me in the other, <laughs> and said, one, two, three, run! <laughs> so we legged it. And Chris was there too, and we legged it across the road. And we just got into the car, and her mother's going, um, this is a beautiful car, and she's going, just 
get in the... <laughs> You're going, she's having a row with her mum. Elizabeth Taylor's having a row with her mum. Oh, my God. It's, I mean, it's amazing. But does it... I mean, so working with people like that, working with people like that, is it... All I'm doing, not that they're, I'm not talking about Deverish, but is it, as a fellow actor, does it put more pressure on when you're working with someone that is, I suppose, renowned, just the, the, the pressure of working Master. with someone renowned? Yeah. Or, you know, like, or is it the same as working with a newbie coming in? Do you know what I mean? Does it put the pressure on you going, like, I know, if you were to work with Maggie Smith, if I was to work with Maggie Smith, that'd be... I, mean, I think I'd be much worse now than I was then. Yeah, because I think that thing gets into your head well, as you get when older, I came the on to, safety defence that When I came you, on to Emmerdale, I, I couldn't speak to Freddie Jones. Oh, because... Because I was so... In awe of the the might, I mean, we had worked together, not not together, but in the same film. We I know, with. which again I found out the elephant. And I didn't realise the elephant marriage on her playing the nurse. I can't believe you don't tell me this. Beautiful. Beautiful. You were, you were. <laughs> but te- I, I wish you'd tell me this every. You should be. I would be telling. I don't believe. Have you remembered? I was in the elephant marriage on her. Well, people don't. Did know. you go to the Oscars because it was an Oscar nomination? No. no. That was the same year as Little Night Music. Oh, wow. Well, so, so you had two films. W- yeah, we're sitting in our little house in Chiswick, little two up to with a black and white telly, portable telly that we'd just bought. And, um, and my mother phoned me and said, why aren't you there? <laughs> it, um, she said, Leslie Ann Down's there. And I said, and she was in Little Night Music. And I said, yes, but... I'm in two of the films that are yes, yeah. nominated, so I think I'd rather be... I th- said that then. Of course I'd rather be in Hollywood. I'm yeah, and actually I'd rather watch it on telly. I remember I going to the BAFTAs for the first time, and I was so... I shouldn't say this because I'd love to win a BAFTA, obviously, but it was quite, really? bo- it's quite boring. I love the BAFTA. And I went, when I went with Emmerdale, and we were sat, they sat us on the furthest table. We are nearly out the door. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's the... Well, I mean, we feel that it's sometimes. demeaning, so. isn't it? Yeah, well, I know I will say this probably, actually, because I've always been really annoyed about this, that the, the BAFTAs, it was the Cot Death episode, and they chose a clip themselves to play, and they played Shadrach coming in and asking for a cup of tea. See? Yeah. And everyone laughed is. in the audience, and I was fuming. Would you... As a, a director or a producer, give you the the entirety of whatever it is that you've Just shot, and you say to that person, "You pick what you think is." Well, I don't think they gave us a choice, though. I think they, it was they. Yeah, it was, and I said I went up afterwards and said to the person, "Either I mean, was it a blind and deaf work experience person who picked the clip? Because unless yeah. you." Watch the episode. You would never choose that clip. But to be laughed at, the BAFTAs, that's what I was annoyed at. Because you don't, if We've had watched... that even at the soaps, I think, some Emmerdale. Yeah. But before. Um... Well, I think, as we know, there's always the people they want to win in all of these yeah. things, I say, allegedly. Yeah, so <laughs> but, I hear. Yeah, so I hear. But no, I mean, to, to have those... Ex- I mean, I always remember, actually, a, an actress saying to me, um, who's quite big now here, but... Because I talked about soap and going to America, you know, like we all, well, I thought at the time. And she said, you know what, soap will be the most power you have, at the, actually, because, you you know, for me as a director, you go in, you do the scripts, I film. At the time I was there, I could make changes and, you know, yeah. and then I would answer all, I'd be up for debating the thing the series producer when we viewed it after editing. Uh, and she said, obviously, in Hollywood, you've got the money people there, you've got producers, you don't film a wide shot, don't do this. She said, actually, and she said, plus on that, you have got Susan Sarandon or... And you think some actors in soap are divas. Yeah. She said, because she'd just done this big pilot there. And she said, honestly, that, you know, that working with those big actors is actually more annoying if they are demanding and powerful because they're not doing their, you know, a lot of actors, big actors who we know won't do their, you know, like if the camera reverses, they only do the shot when yes, the camera's on no, them. Disgraceful, isn't it? I think that's disgraceful. I yeah. think that's absolutely Get somebody awful. I've tried it on Emmerdale and they won't let me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
stay where you are. But again, you just think, why would you want to do but that? I don't and it's yeah. not fair to the other actor, obviously. Sure. Suddenly you're, as we know, you know, like self-tapes and stuff. When I direct and people send self-tapes, their husband's reading in. Yes. And it's impossible for them to drag the so, husband. There she said. It's you, unkind, isn't it? Yeah. So on set, I can't believe that. Well, I don't think I've, I don't, I don't, didn't work with anyone who was like No, like, no, I mean, I, God, with, nor have I. I mean, I will name drop now as I got the opportunity before I die. No, but I worked with, I remember working with Trevor Howard. Oh, wow. He was so Charming. nervous. Charming. So I loved, we just, see, I got on when I was younger. I don't know if it was, I was more relaxed. But, oh, I think you are much more. But, I think but everybody does. Everybody, I still was terrified. But but everybody does sort of look after you. The older people and the the, the experienced people. And if you put in, I think a lot of divas and and people who are deemed as difficult are actually demanding that everybody else works as hard as they do. Yes. With most of the people I've found. Well, I think the people, yeah, like, and I've got on with people who have been known as difficult. Yes. No, because yeah. I think, well, they're just all they're doing they're just is saying. People. And if you don't treat them as, I mean, I've always found this, and I won't name any names, but even as presenters and stuff, I've never treated it. I've never kind of let that happen because I think we are just, yeah, I'll tell them off. I think the they're not being. Doing the job. Yeah. And also I think like people like Barbara Windsor, I always said to Barbara, EastEnders would always really miss her because she'd, you know, she'd worked the board. She'd worked her way up. Yeah. She wasn't going, I'm Barbara. Win-. I mean, you know, she wasn't going. To, so and people went to her, but you wouldn't be late for her. You wouldn't not know your lines because she earned that respect without asking. Anyone. No, no, exactly. Yes, though. Yeah, yeah. But, and I said, yeah, but absolutely. without those people there who aren't who aren't divas, but they've yeah. got that l- gravitas, you know. And yeah. if, you know, if younger people, I suppose, start, it's just you shouldn't ever. And I think Emma Dale, I've always said this is good for not la- allowing behaviour like that. I mean, people have come and gone in a way if they've uh, if they've overstepped them. Yeah. I mean, it's still one of the nicest things I've ever worked for that for not having the uh, hierarchy. I think so. I mean, Chris should be the one going. Like it's yeah, Chris but he Chantel. goes the other way. <laughs> nicest person. I'd never forget my mum will always say, oh, oh, the nicest man when you came in. Because you always say hello to everyone's pet. Because obviously everyone's parents come to set, don't yeah. they? Our daughters and sisters and neighbours, the binmen. <laughs> you take, every, take everyone to the village. And sometimes a fellow actors. <laughs> yes. I'm talking about binmen. Today is Wednesday. And we've had our bins emptied. Oh, they're very... Is t- that amazing? That is, to be honest, we haven't. So, I mean, how uh, how old are we talking about oh, bins? But no, it's exactly. very exciting. I'm looking forward to next Wednesday. We've gone from Liz Taylor to bins. <laughs> <laughs> but, Leslie, I can't uh, not go as well without talking to... And I don't know why it's one of my favourite shows, because I'm, I remember my friends at the time, Major December, were like... It's because it, it wasn't the most, you know, I absolutely loved it. I don't know, it was a brilliant show, I thought. Well, when I first got the script, because I took over from... Yeah, I was going to, you were Eve two Matheson. seasons in, weren't you? Yeah, Eve Matheson um, left. Uh, and Which must always be tricky, I, actually, taking over someone uh, in it. Because it was I, huge, I wasn't it? It was a huge show. Well, yes, it was. And the fact, I went up for it um, initially. Oh, right. And... Um, and I was doing something else anyway. So oh, I just, so and I thought, well, I, I can't do this. I'm, I was away doing something. Um, so anyway, they came back to me, which was lovely. But Anton, I've worked with Anton Rogers. I'd worked with him a couple of times and loved him. Yeah. got on so well. And and he was just a joy to work with. And yeah, going into May to December was, was really And scary. Rebecca Lacey, oh. who I'll always remember being yeah. brilliant. She was genius. She still is. She's yeah. still... She's kind of... I, don't know, I always compare her to Karen in Will and Grace for some reason. Yes. A bit. Yes. Like really clever people. Because I think she grew... The part grew as it went on because she became... It, it was... 
I mean, to the point where you actually sit and watch. I'd sit and watch her working in, in rehearsal rooms. Again, that was all rehearsed. We'd do it all in four days and then yeah. in the studio. Um, and watching the, 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 I know where it worked is because it was beautifully written by Paul Mendelssohn. And then beautifully acted by all of you. And, and you could tell work had gone into it. Yeah. And they... And it was a slow, as in it wasn't a... It, it wasn't people a... People falling out cars and, no, you know, was. like it was... As and, much as I also, love Abfab and stuff like that. And also that, you've but. got to put a pace on it sometimes as well. You just have... And jokes weren't... Jokes are... Oh, God, I won't tell it now, but there's one joke which is barely anything that made me laugh. So much. So much. Yeah. And visual jokes. And, 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 and Paul Venables, who played his son... Francis White played Miss Flood. Yes, it was a brilliantly it, it, ensemble cast yeah, piece. Yeah, and everything sort of came together and worked well together. Yeah. We we laughed, we cut lines that weren't funny, but there weren't that many. And again, Paul was always there, the writer was always yeah. there. Yeah, it's the best ensemble Harrison that when you have a oh, good ensemble, it's It, it was, people say, oh, I love Major Dillon, it's my favourite, and I have to say it's one of my favourite jobs Yeah, ever. And, well, I can't... Because, and Anton as well. Yeah, he was brilliant. And, and the... And, and Paul, his relationship with Paul Mendelssohn, his son, was again was even funnier off screen. Than well, it no, was no, I on. always remember joining with Leslie because it was Leslie and well, so for this job it was well, Glynis Barber. I've always said because yeah. when I got Emma Dale, my friend from again, guess who's joining? I went not Glynis Barber because she's always been now I'm you know best friends. It's weird. And the other when you would join, I was oh my god, it's Leslie Dunlop. <laughs> but thank God I didn't know those other things because the major December was enough for me. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, it was one of my favourites, absolutely. But I think I was a point in my life um, when I came into it uh, where I just thought, oh, this is nice. I'll just sit here for a while. I'll just settle. Yes. Because it felt so comfortable and you thought, oh, I don't have to go chasing And we were part of a little social gang as well. I remember our nights out, all singletons on Valentine's Day. I remember we had a lovely dinner. Me and the girls, yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been lovely to sit and talk to you. It's an absolute pleasure. It's lovely to get it down, actually. I always say it's like speaking to people that will be there forever. The stories so and the experiences. I know. It's well, we'll continue chatting after this. The yes. really juicy stuff. Yeah, we'll get a little come out now. Thanks so much, Chris and Leslie. Pleasure. Thank you. And we certainly did continue to have a good old gossip, a good old natter after we finish recording. All those secrets have to stay with me, I'm sorry. But thank you for listening for that episode of Soap from the Box and thank you so much to Chris and Leslie for being part of Series 3 Absolute Legends and happy anniversary to Emmerdale, 50 years old today. Or maybe it's going to be 100 years by the time we listen to this podcast. Uh, it was filmed, of course, for 22 years in the real-life village of Esholt. I went there very recently, actually, with some friends. It's gorgeous. Looks like a replica of the village. They then based themselves in the Herald Estate. It's been there since 1998. You can go to both. You can go to the real village for free, or you can pay and do a tour of the real-life Emmerdale village as it is now. But congratulations to everyone who works there, all my friends and colleagues. I will be back with another episode of Soap from the Box very soon. I've got some very exciting people coming up just for you. Thank you for listening. Remember, there are over 50 episodes to download right now. So do continue to listen to the others. You probably need a break from my voice. I don't blame you. See you soon. 